This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, what's up, worship teams, leaders, pastors, and friends? Thanks so much for coming back to the Worship Team Training Podcast. Got good buddy right here, Brandon B., that's going to be on the sixth screen. We're going to be covering that in just a second for all you guitar players. And just want to thank you guys for downloading the podcast as usual. Great guests that we have coming up. More on the program um, for the video podcast. We have drummers that are coming. Mike Wrench is going to be here soon. Also, we have some keyboard players uh, from both the gospel and also the um, pop arena. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And be sure to check out our audio podcast that you can find us on streaming platforms everywhere, iTunes and Spotify, with uh, new great guests coming on there as well. Anyway, let's get to today. Brandon B., as we talk about guitar playing and we talk about guitarists, uh, we got to think about what are the three things that guitarists are missing. Uh, they no longer that they no longer need to miss these things any longer. But if you ask yourself, what are the best essential things that guitar players can bring to the team? So come on, let's explore together, Brandon B, and listen through the song so that we can learn how to deliver the right sound for the band, the band's needs. And so Brandon B, to tell you a little bit about him, producer and songwriter, worship artist. Uh, he's produced not only produced his own solo records, uh, but with different creative projects. Also has produced hundreds of other artists. His solo music is written in a passionate indie pop worship style, but also has a folky influence from his childhood. You can find him on Instagram, Brandon B Music. Also, he is helping out over at Equipped Worship. And he can also be found on recordings brought by Destiny City Worship. And you can find more of Brandon B's music on all streaming platforms. Just search his name. Brandon B. Brandon, it's great to have you today, bro. How are you? Dude, I'm excited to be here with you. Dude, yeah. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for a month. And, yeah, uh, dude, we, we've known each other forever. We haven't hung out in a while. So it's been two, it's, it's been since Seattle, and we've known each other for a long time. We taught together, and I'm just so grateful to have you here with our friends watching, listening to the broadcast. So let's get right to it, shall we? So the three things, the three things we're talking about, about what guitar players are missing and what they can better deliver to their team, uh, several things that we can talk about. And, you know, but one thing that's I know that's passionate for your heart is lead work. So can you talk to us about, you know, what does it mean for a guitar player to to uh, construct good leads? Is it important are there some things they can do without, or what do you find that are that that's really the most essential for lead work in guitar players? Yeah. So what I find is I find that in in a lot of worship situations, you only have one electric guitar, and since you only have one electric guitar, they have to choose what they're going to do. Most of the time, they're going to choose a lead guitar part, right? So let's just use this song as an example. <laughs> probably with a little bit more gain. Um, and what I find is that the rest of the band is acoustic guitar, bass, drums, and a pad. And it, it feels maybe full, but it doesn't feel edgy. And that's kind of the vibe you're wanting for edge. So there's, there's uh, two things that I would recommend doing in a situation like this is instead of just playing the lead like you just did, but try to find a new way to play the lead with a little bit more uh, lower um, lower notes included. And then maybe you don't do every single song, so or every single part in that lead. 
So here's a good example. Something like this. So much more low end going on there, right? Or another thing you could do, which um, is, and I do have pedals down here. All I did is uh, just change my pickup to make it a little bit um, growlier. Growlier, I don't know if that's a word. But uh, anyway, and then I uh, I just changed the way that the delay hits, which it's more um, uh, eighth notes as opposed to quarter notes. And that's really all I did. And then I just played full notes. notes with the higher notes and you can do that in every situation you can just do straight octaves but already it sounds beefier right yeah. the second thing you could possibly do is you could also put on like a like a delay pedal right something like that right um and just like which is like insane but it adds a lot more of the low end and if you do that, then you hit that last note. Um, just make sure you get down there and hit that low thing because yeah. that's going to add that drive. So that's that's probably what I would do. I would recommend start thinking rhythm and lead at the same time and not just lead. The two things I love that you're doing is that you, you definitely got a good um, grasp on the low end and that coming through and that definitely makes it sound fuller but you got another thing working for you too and that's your the setting that you're using for your delay can you talk about that yeah so right now i have um honestly i'm using a dd7 which is uh i mean i i have a dd7 i also have an old vintage um, memory man on my board and the dd7 is the most classic normal pedal that anybody could get but um, it really is so clean. But what you need to do is you always need to make sure that you are um, optimizing that tap, right? So I have a separate tap. And I wish I could show you the pictures of my pedal board, but it, I just don't have it in this situation. But uh, I have a tapper that's external. I will. Um, always tapping it, right? So here's another one. Like I would do more of a rhythm, like groovy things. I would probably do something like this. I'm gonna do it in time. Right, yeah. and that uh, you just I I probably would do the lead with the low the 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 slower the quarter notes and then I would go right into that eighth note in that chorus. Yeah. So that's I guess that's some of the stuff I do um, to try to add some extra space. So you're switching, which is which is a great technique. You're switching delay patterns between the sections of the song that brings more uh, texture continuity to it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Love that. Yep. All right. Second thing, uh, when you think about the second thing for guitar players. Uh, we can talk about like the master of uh, whale sounds. Uh, what is whale talk sounds. about that? Yeah. Okay. So um, this is a big deal. Like, like we really do. I like you might have a keyboard player, right? And if that keyboard player is playing piano 
and maybe got, you know, maybe they have a Nord stage two or three or four or whatever, and they have a little bit of pad going on in the background. That's cool. It's adding some, some stuff. But um, there are sections in the song, especially very worshipful moments of the song, where there's all these different moving type pad type things in, in a record. And so what I do is I'm always um, doing these um, whale sound type things, right? But like if you were to just hear the amp part, you wouldn't hear any of the attack and you just hear these things kind of flying around and everything. Right. So what I'm doing with that is I have any I have a wet a, a noon bar um, wet verb is what I have. I think it's one of the best ones out there. But uh, really, um, the even the RV3, RV2, um, the boss reverb ones or, or of course you can do in and stuff and those are amazing too but anyway you have basically you you try to find that setting where it's literally almost the depth is like as eternal as possible yeah and uh and then you do that you have that and you kind of scale it back though and then you have like a delay that's also kind of doing the same thing with the feedback and so that allows it so if i were to just play something it would sound like this <laughs> pretty intense right yeah. but like when i'm when i'm doing even even the little that stuff sounds good in this yeah yeah sure. like it, it adds texture so anyway that's i i think uh, mastering the whale sounds for a worship uh, team or a worship guitar player is is like essential because you're going to add so much to the set if you do that talk real quick about how you're developing the deeper end of the reverb sound by your use of ratio yeah so um so this is just the verb right the verb is this is what it sounds like oh i have a delay on there sorry too sorry so it really is, it, I would say this is like a canyon or a cavern, yeah. okay? Right, cavern. And, yeah. um, and so, but you'd be surprised. I actually have the mix at about here and not here. So, so I more, like a lot of... So is it more 60% um, wet? Yeah, I would say, yeah, uh, that's, that's about right. Yeah, about 60, 70% wet. But then I have that depth of how long it is, like forever. Right. And, uh, and it also has like kind of like a little reverb, uh, uh, sorry, a little bit of a chorus on it that warbles yeah, a little bit. Soften up the reverb at the bottom. It's nice. Yeah. Yep. And then I add a memory man in there. And then basically it's just <laughs> here's the memory man. Here's the memory man without it. It literally goes forever. Right. Hey, can I hang up now and just come back tomorrow and just hear the same reverb? Yeah, serious. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So anyway, those these are really great pedals, but you actually can do it with um, literally even the Line 6 
H stomps and those kinds of things. They all have these settings. Right. They don't do the feedback thing as well, like where it can go on forever um, and right. not fall on top of itself. But it right. is close. I usually like to myself with my line six setup. I like to add an extra reverb pedal and um, other onboard miscellaneous just to lengthen that to get that feedback back in using another yeah. overdrive pedal to loop it through. And it usually works good. Um, as we're talking about that, I can't help to think about creating textures because creating textures is another great tool for guitar players to use. What are some good ways that they can use it? What are some bad ways? Okay. Well, I just told you how much delay and reverb I put on there, but I actually think where the sometimes you hear people do is you'll hear them put that same reverb and delay, but on, on that's lead. Oh, sorry. Let me turn it up. Yeah. Right? And actually, you don't hear any, you don't hear any like real notes at all. All you hear is just noise. So um, definitely, I would say when you're actually playing a part, lessen it. Um, another thing, too, is you need to learn how to run overdrives. Overdrives, here's, here's without my overdrive, here's like a clean channel. You can hear in there that it is got it has like a little breakup and right now I'm not even using an amp I'm using a Marshall Plexi um nice uh, amp plugin. I have a bunch of amps over here and I do use them but for zoom purposes I used this. Yeah. And it sounds amazing. And so I have but I I know I know what an amp sounds like so that's that's one of the reasons why we can make these things sound pretty good. Yeah, but you have you just find that, yeah. that like breakup that's just perfect, so that when you add your drive, you're really only adding a little boost and a little bit of drive, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to I hear a lot of worship, uh, a lot of guitar players straight go to this sound. Actually, that's even I don't I don't even have any super out of control to be honest so i don't even know if i can even give a good example but anyway just too much drive that actually sounds good to me so <laughs> i'm not yeah. not that i'm happy with that but a lot of the time it goes straight to distortion and it's super loud and it's super like not loud but it's super saturated and you don't even hear notes anymore so uh that's another thing is learn how to do uh, gain your gain control on there. You really only need to have like a little bit of gain and a little bit of boost, and you'll actually push your tube amp or your or your fake tube amp like we're using right now. So I know that it's possible. Um, that electric guitar uh, setting, the second one that I just did. Yeah, I, know. I was going to say play the seventy Southern Rock one. Yeah, in the tube, in a in a more a tube amp situation, like a real tube amp. I mean, that would literally go out of control. In, but right now, it actually sounds decent. <laughs> so, but it 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 is less control. You just hear kind of 
a lot of harmonics and yeah, the higher that aren't actually are. in the chord that you're playing. Which, yeah. Which is cool when you're playing that. Like rock and roll stuff, but. Um, anyway. Hey, okay, dial so, it, yeah, dial and it, one, more, one more thing with. with uh, yeah. I was going to say, can Sorry. you go back to. Uh, can you a, dial it down a little bit, round it out, use that um, 70s Southern rock, Doobie Brothers kind of feel to it? Yeah. Okay, Talk about how we sure. can use that in a setting. So that's that's oh, I don't know. It's kind of like that would be like the yeah this uh this guitar by the way is actually got such a, a lot of darkness in the guitar i have other guitars that are a lot brighter that i could get that real like crazy rock and roll thing but i actually use this a lot for worship but i'll show you what i use it for another texture that we were talking about yeah is i actually love doing it with with this setting so like, so like I, I was earlier doing Yeah, exactly. It's got so, that John Mayer in, to me, rounded out into I, it. Yep, exactly. And so I, what I use, I like to use a lot of uh, um, for textures. I love to use some tremolo. Right. And you use your fingers too. Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's seven in there. Very nice. So, Brandon, um, exactly. That's you gave us a great uh, three-step approach to things that we no longer need to miss anymore as guitar players. Things that we can deliver to our band. Uh, talk real quick about um, the deliverance of you. Like, what's you know now off topic? Off topic. Now we've done music, but what about spiritually? Uh, what's your story? Yeah, um, my story. I, I grew up in a singing family and uh, we did ministry. So I grew up in, in, in church, but mostly actually on the road um, doing ministry. And I, I um, probably the biggest part of my story is that it just didn't sink in. And I decided to just go live my own life for five or six years. Um, it wasn't until I was 20, almost 23 is when I gave my life to the Lord again. Um, and uh, started living for him, I guess is a better way to look at it. And uh, it did shift and change almost instantly when I when I when it happened. But I think, you know, one of the things that I could tell a lot of younger guys, I think there's a lot of young guitar players out there that are like super excited about learning, you know, worship guitar or any any instrument. And what I find is that, don't get caught up 
in the doing without the knowing. So what I mean by that is that actually applies to your guitar work and your spiritual work, right? We can do ministry all day, but if we don't know God, it doesn't matter. And that's a big deal. Like really take the time to get to know God and allow God to get to know you. The same thing with a guitar or any instrument is you could just sit there and play and, you know, be on the worship team all the time, but actually try to learn your instrument too, know your instrument. So I think it applies to both. Um, but yeah, anyway, I ended up growing up and I got saved again. And then I toured a ton and was a producer and uh, I actually have eight kids and a beautiful wife. So I got a big old fam. Awesome. And uh, we are just absolutely um, just love following the Lord wherever he asks me to go. Probably the biggest thing I tell people on a regular basis these days, because I'm I'm now almost 40. I'm, I'm 38, almost 39, actually. Um, I am constantly telling people in their mid 20s uh, that you don't need to go and try to figure out normal life yet. Go and do radical things for Jesus as often and as much as you can, um, especially in these days. These yeah. days, we need more people to do radical things for Jesus and not sure. just sign up for a for a, a normal situation. For sure. um, and nothing wrong with normal situations. But it's just it, like when you especially when you're young and you're ready and, and you're zeal full, filled with zeal, go out and do cool things for the Lord right now. Yeah. Ukraine needs people. I have a friend yeah. that has a ton of uh, people that are inviting uh, people to come to Hungary and Poland to come and just love on these people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't like, don't do your vacation this year. Go to, go to Hungary and go to Poland and go change people's lives because that's what God yeah. did for you. So right. that, that would be my, my biggest advice these days. <laughs> Cool. Love it. Uh, you know, um, we've talked a lot between uh, music, music, th- musical and spiritual. When you hear um, Psalms 33, three, that says, sing to him a new song, play skillfully with a shout of joy. What significance does that hold for you? Well, the reminder that um, a new song is needed. So I think a lot of time at churches these days, we just get used to playing. We're, we're the, you know, kind of karaoke band. Um, and uh, I think challenge your your team and people in your church to start writing new songs, um, not because we need more new songs uh, in a physical sense, but we do in a spiritual sense, because that is how um, he says new wineskins. Right. And that is. That is not just that's not really connected to a song theologically, but it's connected to a new phase and a new way to understand the Lord. It doesn't mean that he changes, doesn't mean that his truth has changed, but the the package or the thing around it does change. So I think a new song is a big deal. And then play skillfully. Just remember that skill is all based off of a personal um capability so uh your skillfulness um 
could mean that you have a you have a very high threshold and you need to work hard and hard and try to get really awesome. Some people may never get past this and they're giving God all their glory with that, right? All the glory. And it's okay that, you know, I feel like a lot of people, they 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 kind of like stop at a spot but they're not stopping in a natural spot where God wants them to. They're stopping at the spot where it's like, like it's accepted. Right. Um, and at the same time, those that are really amazing, they look at those that are not as amazing as less. And the reality is, is they have actually reached their potential and they're doing it a hundred percent for the Lord, their skill, they're playing skillfully for their capability. Mm. So, uh, those are probably the two things I could think of with that scripture. That's awesome. Well, I mean, you're you and what God has given you, Brandon, have made such a significant impact on the kingdom with your music and the way that you're producing other people, but you're really out there making a difference in the world and helping young people, younger guitar players and worship leaders and mentoring them. Uh, that's something that I've always loved about you. And and I just it's just awesome to see how God continues to use you in that greater capacity. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're also going to have you back. So we're going to be doing some more things together, which I'm totally pumped about. I'm so glad you're with us. Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. Can't awesome. Wait. Well, uh, guys, you can find Brandon's music, Brandon B. Just search him on all platforms that you find streaming music and as well as socials. Instagram is the best way to connect with him. And also you can go to brandonbmusic.com. And other than that, Brandon's been uh, a blessing. BrandonBMinistries.com, actually. Okay, Music say that one more taken. time. <laughs> BrandonBMinistries.com. Got it, because he does a lot more than just music. So, yeah. it's a joy to have you on today, brother. Thanks so much for being here. Cool. Sounds good, man. God bless you. Guys, hey, thanks for being with us on the Worship Team Training Video Podcast. We can't wait to have you back for new episodes coming. And remember, it's not about being perfect, but it's about the Lord Jesus leading you both in life and in worship. See you next time soon. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training Broadcast and Digital Production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.